You're listening to The Full Broadside. And welcome everyone to another edition of the Full Broadside. I am Cyberjock. See how I did that? <laughs> anyway, that's a first. <laughs> that's I know. Rejoicing! Yay! Yay! <laughs> Yay! Cyber's here. I did it without a flaw, but I had to interrupt myself to pat myself on the back. So, so there's that, everybody. <laughs> With us today, KJ's here, Mando's here, Mister Sock, and Nimitz are both here. We're missing our nightmare, but yeah. Do we really need to have a nightmare all the time? Happy dreams tonight. So, uh, with us uh, in the studio, we have Bucky Ball, we have Paladin of Argyle, and Ramrod has joined us tonight. So, thanks for joining us tonight, guys. How are you guys doing? Uh, nursing I'm off doing great. a headache from this commander rework. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. Let's just jump right into that. Hey, why and, don't we jump into that? Because that's going to eat most of the show. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, let's. I found it okay. I didn't find it a whole lot of crazy yet. I haven't played a lot of different ships. But I will say my destroyer play has gotten tremendously better over the last few days. So I would have to think that that had something to do with it. I don't know. But I'll listen in and uh, see what you guys have to say about it. Well, I I totally agree. I am normally not a destroyer driver. Um, I I suck at them. I'm you know <laughs> I'm I'm horrible when you look at my stats. But I've noticed that with the meta change and with everybody running certain and, and battleships galore that. So uh, I I switched up my playstyle a little bit and started playing destroyers and and I've, and I've decided I'm having a much more fun with the game now in a destroyer than I was with you know battleships and cruisers. But I I was uh, a destroyer player prior and I played pretty horrible to average and uh, <laughs> uh, I think my destroyer play's gotten better as well and I don't know why that is. But the one thing I will say is um, prior to the rework, it seems like, you know, if you had a BB out there like 15 clicks and uh, you got spotted by something, you know, destroyer and closer and you were turning and running and, and waggling your tail, those battleships couldn't hit you for anything. And now it seems like once you get spotted, if the team has good uh, focus fire, you're dead meat. Your your game's over. I mean, nobody misses anymore, and it's it's crazy. I mean, like I can't believe how much damage gets done to me by battleships that are 15 clicks or more out. Uh, and I'm wondering if that has something to do with the dead eye skill. Um, I'm wondering if it's something they had to do with changing how dispersion works or what, but I get pounded by battleships now, which did not used to be the case. Yeah, I, I found that in cruisers as well. Um, I tried doing a little bit as Sox says, get good, and I tried playing without a priority target, which is the skill that lets you know how many ships are aiming at you. And I, I use that it inclusively pretty much in every one of my builds because I want to know when I start making my turn how many guns are aimed at me so I don't get broadsided. And so I tried playing without it and I was getting just sunk. And I'm talking like, you know, two minutes in in an Alaska back to port. Um, it, it, not so, you know, so when I say meta change, there's, I mean, of course the skill changes. When I mean meta change, I mean play style change. 
the play style has just gone all kinds of wonky. And that's what I was going back to the destroyer play. Uh, I've been finding since everybody decides they want to sit on the A line or the J line now and lob shells out at 25 kilometers, fine, I'll get in my destroyer. And I, I've been finding myself capping easier, creeping up on stuff, able to get around and flank because everybody is sitting back on the J line or the A line. So it's making destroyer life a lot easier for me. I agree with that 100%, but I, I will say, though, if you do get spotted, you die a lot faster than you used to. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, the the focus fire is, is pretty bad. Um, and, and, and as far as cruisers, I've, I've noticed that when you get hit, you're getting hit hard and you're getting hit more often. Um, I, I don't know. I, I want to sit back and say it's not all because of the dead eye skill, but I, I don't know. I think it has to deal more with the ships that are actually using it. For example, the, I mean, and I'm going to jump right down the rabbit hole of the dead eye skill. Dead eye skill, I think, was meant Did for somebody certain, say Thunderer? Yeah, it was meant for certain ships. Uh, and, and I've put it up in our Discord chat. It was meant for, uh, you know, Yamato, Thunderer, uh, Slava, Poltava. Um, the one... The one that I found that really surprised me that rocks the heck out of the use of that skill is the Roma. It is a bad man with dead eye. Yeah. I don't I don't have one, but yeah. I've been rocked by them too many Kremlin times. Kremlin is the same way. Because um, it, oh, it's it's oh. your uh, accuracy debuff that you get at long range. Um it, my Slava, it was disgusting before, and it is even more disgusting now. Um, with it, It's like it made the Slava go back to the pre-nerf dispersion, in my opinion. And well, I, I still can't win a game in yeah. a darn thing. It makes sure Kremlin... Having, yeah, having a lot of fun. It makes Kremlin shooting. like the post-nerf Slava with bigger guns. It's Yeah, it's pretty disgusting. Well, I wanted to jump in because I have not had that same problem with the Destroyer play. And I'm wondering if this new Commander rework, I mean, if, if you're saying Deadeye is, is wrecking you guys, i got to ask you this one question. Those two of you that, that said you're getting wrecked in the Destroyers, in your Commander build on the Destroyer side of the house, did you select the Dazzle skill, the Tier 4 all the way down on the right side? I have that on every one of my destroyers, and I am lasting almost every game all the way till the very end. I've been able to dodge stuff left and right. I get hit sometimes here and there, but I'm not finding that I'm getting deleted. I, I get spotted, I disappear, I get out of the area, and I take a little damage, and I'm still good to go. I mean, I have not had that same uh, situation, so maybe that's something you want to... Maybe you add that. Maybe you maybe that's the counter. Maybe it's a it's a you know it's one of those things. That we have a counterpoint to this by using this. I don't know. I was yeah. actually in game last night, and I was talking with Sock, and I was I was asking him some of those similar questions that you just asked. And I was like, "Hey, is there some skill that can eliminate um, the?" you know, or increase the dispersion they're getting on me. And I think Sock actually brought it up. He said Dazzle. And I had seen it before, and I looked at it, but I was like, I don't know. I mean, maybe it was just the, the name of the skill that turned yeah. me off. It didn't, it didn't seem like it was that big a deal. But, uh, yeah, I, after last night, I was like, I'm, I'm going to try that. But today we had clan brawls obviously so right, I didn't right. want to with it but, well uh, no, and, and, and mean, that's a point. that's a thing because i mean if you look at, at at camouflages they add what a plus four dispersion to stuff coming in at you the dazzle skill yep. if i'm not mistaken is 20 percent. that's huge when yeah, you're talking destroyer but for only for a limited amount of time well it's not a considerable that, that 15 no, seconds like for 15 it's, seconds after you're after you're detected right so that's fine. <laughs> if I'm detected and I'm running for to, to break detection, I only need 15 seconds. 
Yeah, it's, I mean, you, if you're going to, you know, hit and run in a destroyer, which, by the way, for the record, I am not having an issue with getting, it's my cruisers that we're getting. Oh, okay, made. okay. Yeah, because the destroyer, I've been running Dazzle. I also run the concealment mod, which adds an additional plus 5% to their dispersion on top of, you know, flag. So you're looking at a plus 29% to their dispersion. So you can dead eye at me all day long, you know, with your battleship. Um Another thing to consider with the battleships, too, is all you got to do is get close to them. Once you get within, I can still be undetected, but I can get within their detection range, and it cancels out their Deadeye. Uh, so that's what I'm saying. I've been To me, I, I think it, it has breathed a, a fresh breath of life back into Destroyer gameplay, and I'm actually enjoying Destroyers a lot more now. I guess I'm the oddball because I absolutely hate the change so far. Because okay. I have not been able to get a build right for the way I play. And that's just on me. But it's just been sucking the entire life out of me every time I get on this game and try to play it. You, you know what the problem is? Right. You know what the problem is? The three of us were mediocre DD players before. You were really good. <laughs> so we got better and you got worse. That's, that's just the way it has to be. The, the good of the many outweigh the good of the few. <laughs> I guess we'll call it karma. Yeah. But I was never that great, but like I said, I know it's just because I haven't been able to find the right builds for the ships that I play and my style. And I know that's what it is, and I just got to suffer Suck through it, it until, I, until I get through it. But it just, it just, like last night, two games after I died, I just completely checked completely straight out of the game. I just <laughs> Almost rage quit. Almost rage quit. Yeah. Yeah. If, if, I, mm -hmm. The only difference though is he wasn't yelling. He just said I'm out. <laughs> because, yeah, as I've told you guys before, I play the game with you guys for enjoyment, but I also, at the end of the night, use this to relax and unwind. And if I'm not enjoying it, it's I'll go do something else. Um, I'd rather go play ET, the original ET, on an Atari 2600 on a five inch black and white TV. That's how much I hated it right now. And, he, oh, and wow. he's serious because he texted me that last night. <laughs> yes, I did. I was talking to Mouse about it too, so I told her the same thing. I feel your pain, KJ, because I did take a break for a little bit. I, I you know, thought that I had watched some videos and, uh, you know, look at some um, posting topics. And I'm like, okay, I, I got these builds. Um, I, I didn't make one build that has been working really well for me. My Venezia build, which is a hide in the open build. Um, and we could talk more about that if anybody's got any questions. I posted it up on, on the Discord, like my captain skills, and that's been working out really well. But when I got in like my Des Moines or my Alaska or some of the other different type of a playstyle builds, I was getting decimated. I did too. I, I threw my mouse down and I walked away from the game for a few days. And then I decided, okay, I'm going to come back to it with a fresh start. Um, and the challenge for me, because I always love a challenge is to start working with these builds and i always like to go against the you know the the whatever the quote-unquote air quotes meta is um and i was going and that brings up an, an, another um subject with so i i went with like a secondary try to make a build without dead eye in in a battleship and i ended up with my odin and a good secondary tanky hybrid and the problem that i was finding was okay i've got a build that works right and i'm in a battleship so i'm going to push some caps and people were thought, A, I was crazy because I was pushing a capital battleship, and B, because I had secondary builds. Um, but that's a whole other topic. But the problem I was running into is I was the only battleship that was charging up there taking caps, and I had zero to support because the play style right. changed because everybody was sitting back, and they're like, you know, why is this guy yellowing up there? And and so it's, it's um, yeah, I did too. I had to walk away for a couple of days. <laughs> so, yeah, like, so that's kind of, like, yeah, I... I don't know. Like I said, I'll get it figured out. It's just, it's just taken me more time than I want to figure it out. <laughs> right. <I> play. <laughs> well, I, I was kind of wondering if when Wargaming came up with this idea, and, and I know it's still in test. I mean, there are probably going to be more changes before they actually settle on one thing. But uh, I, I don't know if they took into account that there are players out there that have you know 200 plus ships and that they've leveled up you know commanders at least to probably 15 or 16 on every one of those ships um it is quite the challenge and it's almost 
you know, an aversion to think I got to go back and rework all of those commanders because you can take, you know, four similar battleships, but there's different styles and different ways you play each one, no matter how close they really are, whether they perform the same function or not, maybe you play them different. And I don't know if we're gaming to took that into account. And I think that's probably eating on a lot of people right now. Well, again, it's not necessarily, it, I mean, a lot of it has to do with the actual skills themselves. It's the play style that changed. Now, I have a theory, and the theory I'm going to throw out there is, I don't know if War Games or, you know, Ouija or the, or the actual company wants to take the turn and go back towards a more historical uh, game mode where, I mean, historically, if you looked at battleships were in the back because they had the range and the guns and the cruisers and the destroyers were more up, up, up front from my understanding. And I, I wanted to hear Sox take on that because you're our, you know, our, our resident historian. Is that, you know, what, what, the, what's, what's your thought on that? The last battle that took place between battleships was a battle of Jutland and okay. it's never happened since. So, and You're what right. ranges were they shooting at historically? Um, well, the, uh, the last battleship engagement in history was there. There was never something again on the same scale as the Battle of Jutland, but um, yeah, like what about the Bismarck? I know the Turpets never really left port, but I mean, what ranges were they shooting at historically? So well, okay, so for the Battle of Jutland and First World War. I believe the ranges were something like in the... It was less than 10K, wasn't it? Uh, at times, I think. They weren't like 20, 30, 40 kilometers. Because you got to remember, radar didn't exist back then. So it was line of sight. You had to be able to see the opponent. And range finding wasn't as good back then. And, and all that kind of stuff. But setting all that aside, the realism argument kind of went out the window the day this game went into production. Yeah, I get it because of the paper ships, but I'm, but I'm talking... Well, not, not even that. Um, just simply the accuracy of the guns, uh, of battleships specifically, uh, I'll refer to here. Um, for example, I remember reading once that uh, a, a hypothetical battle between an Iowa and a Yamato at anything, at any kind of reasonable range, they would be more likely, it would more than likely end in a draw because they'd never hit each other. They would ex likely expend their entire stock of ammunition without hitting each other. And that wouldn't really make for good gameplay in a video game. But that's what would have really happened. It, it seems to me that the more um, players, and and we represent the player base, I mean, we're not testers we're not super yeah. unicorns or anything and we we are a good snapshot of the player base we have some skilled players we have some average players and we have some new players that are on board so i think we have a good spectrum um and so the general consensus amongst the players is we're tired of battleships sitting on the a line and the j line not pushing in um and you playing the sniper fest all day long. And so I, I don't know. And that was my theory was, do you think war game wanted to push us more towards a historical engagement or because it, it seems that the player base wants to push it. And we thought that they were going in the right direction with buffing of the Kriegsmarine battleships and the, uh, the Russian battleship line and getting us to get in and engage at more close range, because I don't know about you guys, but some of the best fights that I've been in is where I've charged in with a, a Palmern or a Turpitz and have gone toe to toe at five kilometers with, you know, two or three battleships and, and we're just brawling it out in the 100%. middle of a cap. The problem is, That's I, think, what I, like. I think the problem that starts to happen is frankly, the majority of the the majority of the player base isn't skilled enough to win that engagement. Well, they even said in the, one of the, things when they released it talking about you know especially the the dead eye skill talking about that that was kind of what their player base was wanting was something more of a sniping at the back and i'm trying to figure out where yeah, who did they ask <laughs> exactly i mean we're getting they really didn't ask yeah. us. Well, I, i'm i'm assuming um that you know 
while we're playing these games, um, they're, they're monitoring. Oh yeah, um, they have, yeah. and they're and they're they have testing. so many analytics that they look at. I'm sure. And, and I mean, it's it's been like that for a while now, guys. I mean, this this isn't nothing new. Dead Eye didn't yeah, change you're 100%. that. It did, yeah, you're so, right. It didn't come out. Oh anymore. yeah, you're you're. Ap- I totally agree with you 100. percent But um, I mean, we sit here and complain about it. Um, but I mean, you know, us guys that have played the Thunder have done the exact same thing because it gets us the most damage, it gets us the most experience points, it gets us the most prestige. Um, we've all done it. And whether we like that style of gameplay or not, we've done it. And I think that's what Wargaming's going off of. And they're saying, hey, these guys want to, you know, shoot at each other from the edge of the map. Let's try to make that a, you know, a more easier, popular play style so we can, you know, improve our game and make money and get more members and blah, blah, blah. So I agree with you. When I get down and I play a tier six or a tier five or tier seven and it gets up close and personal, those are some of the funnest games I've ever had. But I mean, I'm even at the point now where I'm like, um, if I'm in a battleship, I'm going to do what everybody else does and try to get a bunch as most XP as possible. You know what I mean? Well, you don't have a choice because if you move up, you get slaughtered. You get smoked. Absolutely. I mean, it's, you know, it's the same thing with like, you know, like we were talking yesterday with like uh, uh, the destroyers, you know, the destroyers. Yes, we get to push up and it's a little easier to push up to a certain degree because you don't have the cruiser support because the cruisers aren't backing up the other team either. As soon as you get spotted, especially by like a CV or whatever, well, you get focused down and boom, you're out of the game. And cruisers, all they're doing, yes, they were hiding behind islands before, but now it's even worse that they're hiding behind islands because with skills like Deadeye, they can get deleted. I mean, I know it could happen before, but this kind of, to me, it kind of exacerbates it that cruisers are hiding even more and afraid to show or get out and support because as soon as they're spotted, all the battleships with Deadeye go boom and you're gone. You know, to me, <clears throat> I think skills like Deadeye and some of those other ones, make it a captain skill like, okay, so it's on the fourth level. Make it a captain skill and now you actually get that as a consumable for that captain on that ship. Yeah, so it's got like a, a limited charge or a cooldown. Yeah, extremely limited. You cannot increase it. You can't, you know, the, the special captains will get a special buff for it or whatever if they have it for that. But make it a, a captain that if that captain is on that ship, they get this and it's a one or two time use that's only good for 10, 15 seconds, 30, whatever, whatever it is. And so you're only, that way it's not going to be active for 90% of the game. Why couldn't have they done something like that? Well, okay, so I, I agree with you, and and I think that's a great idea, by the way, KJ. And War Games, if you're listening, I know uh, Hapa, if you happen to be tuning in, um, Calvo, that's a great idea to take up to some of the developers. Um, you heard it here on the full broadside. So, um, but on that note, so I, I let me let me shift gears and take a look at the positive side of the Captain Rework. Because on the positive side, a, I'm, I'm breaking out some ships that I haven't played or they're just dusted in the port like my destroyers because on a positive note with the dead eye, everything's focused around this whole dead eye. So I told myself I'm going to come up with some captain specs and some ships that's going to defeat the dead eye. So how do you defeat the dead eyes? You got to get it range. And that's how I got involved with the Odin and putting it, stealthing it out and putting the stealth modules concealment expert and sticking with it. That way I can go undetected pretty much until I'm within the spotting and their dead eye is canceled out. And so I've been having fun trying to um, counter the dead eye. And so that's what my focus has been on. And another positive aspect is I'm using a lot less captains and a lot less doubloons and gold shifting stuff around and having to retrain. As you guys know, as our listeners know, I've got a, you know, a port full of, of whales sitting, you know, beached up on my, on my port. So it's easier if you have the premiums to ship your captains around. But I've noticed that since now that I have, you know, two or three favorite captains that I use, in a nation tree, it's a lot easier to switch them back and forth and back and forth because, you know, I, now I have a battleship captain. I can also put him on my, my Des Moines and he's also got a spec out for my gearing, you know, so to speak. So that to me is a huge positive coming out is the actual 
uh, manipulation of the captains around the tech tree has made it a lot easier. Um, it's just trying to figure it. And, and so I took that as a challenge. So I've been having fun. Um, and I'm, my whole purpose now in war games is to defeat the dead eye spec. Let me, right, and I've tried that a couple ahead. times with like a DD, try to get in close. But again, once I get spotted by the CV, I get taken out and they're right back to doing their thing again. Or their secondaries chew me up because their secondaries go for three days. That's very true. Secondaries have extended. Okay, um, so so wait. I see. I thought secondaries were everybody's complaining. Why is you know they're they're not effective? Well, and 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 hang on. I will say my JB is as effective as it was with its secondary build, if not more now, because before without a flag, adding to the extension, I was getting ten and a half k. With the flag, it got yeah, me to like eleven point. Now I get twelve. And they are just theory. as good. So it goes theory. back to, aha, that's the aha moment, guys. And I sent it out to our listeners. Don't believe all the hype that you see on YouTube. Don't don't believe the hype on the forums. Secondary builds are viable. Well, um, well, I want to put a little, little star next to that. Even though my JB can now reach out further and they are very strong as they were before, I'm finding it now with this new play style that I'm the only one going in and exactly. I'm getting pummeled. I have to back the heck off. I have to hit my speed boost to get out of there and reverse as fast as I can. Stop shooting, break detection and go somewhere else. And, yeah. you know, other, and then I don't, you know, I don't get my secondaries, hardly any work at all. So in that aspect, it's not really the best. And I would still say, even though they are strong, that would work if it was the other play style. Now we've shifted play styles, and now they may be yeah. strong, but they're not viable, I don't believe. But uh, Nimitz, I know you have something to say, but before I, I lose my train of thought here, um, people saying, all these people saying, oh, secondary builds aren't meta anymore. They never were. And they never were. Yeah, but so, they worked. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. they worked. Well, I mean, if you're playing a uh, a tier eight sprint. Yes, they were meta. So I mean, you can't say well, they never were. It's it's gotten to the point. What I was referring to, it's gotten to the point right now. Is back when the CV rework first came out. If just by sheer nature you showed up in a match in a carrier, you were getting reported because people disliked you. I'm finding that now when I show up in a match with a battleship that is secondary spec, I'm getting reported just because I have a secondary spec. Oh, that's stupid. Well, you know, you probably deserved it, Mando. All <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, right. I deserve every single one. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Only in 2021. That. Only in 2021 can you be reported for not playing a Thunderer. Oh. Or, or reported for having a secondary spec. I do have a theory on this secondary thing where people were saying they're not as effective. And I'm just curious what you guys think. Okay. The biggest the biggest difference I noticed was the graphics and the sound. It doesn't look as impressive and it doesn't sound as impressive. So people think that it's not as impressive. That's my theory and I'm sticking to it because I did not see um, a huge drop off of any kind on the secondary build. Um, I, I, I couldn't sit there and tell you it's, it's better than it was, but I didn't see a drop off. So what do you guys think? I didn't even know that they changed. Did they change like the art with the, you know, the turrets actually moving? Did, did they implement that yet? I think so. Um, from, from what I've seen, like, I mean, it didn't matter if I had, uh, you know, the, the secondary gun skill, manual gun skill, um, when the secondaries go off, you know it. And when they hit stuff, you know it because the, the sound and the graphics, to me, it seems like with, with the, the new changes, it's not as obvious. I, I don't know if that's true or not. Maybe it's my imagination. But if it is, I think that's one of the reasons why people – because, I mean, I said the same thing. I'm like, dude, are my – are my secondaries firing? Am, am I hitting anybody? Am I am I doing anything? Um, 
But then I started looking at the numbers and they're there. Oh yeah. They're, they're firing. They're hitting. I tell you, I tell here's what threw me off. So I load up my secondary spec and I jump in my Odin, as you guys all know, is one of my more favorite Kriegsmarine battleships. And uh, it's a love-hate relationship with the Odin, right? And so I'm cruising out and I get into secondary. I'm normally, I'm so used to having manual fire control for secondaries. And so I'm waiting, I'm waiting to get in range and I see a ship and I click on it and the ship is still out of range. And suddenly my secondary started firing off because they're set now that they'll fire off both sides of the ship whether you have manual on it or, and I'm, I wasn't used to that. And I'm thinking, wow, I just glitched the game because something else popped up within range. And so I am so happy that even with manual fire control, that they're, even if it's just, you know, at a reduced rate that they're, that they're firing off the other side of the ship. So uh, I say that to tell you this, that I can rest, be assured those secondaries are firing because I, I was not expecting them to engage prior to the target that I had selected. I'll tell you what, let's take a quick break, and I got a question I want to pose to you guys still in the Commander Rework on, on the uh, the other side. So hang tight, everybody. We'll be right back. All right, we are back, and I wanted to pose that question before we closed out that topic that ate the entire first half of the show, and it's going to eat some of this. Um, and I had, off air, I had Sock help me uh, with the uh, the term I wanted to use because I couldn't, for the life of me, remember. It's part of getting up there in age, I guess. I forget stuff. However... The question I wanted to ask you guys, with this Commander we work and all of the things that have caused the game to change a little bit, you know, we're talking Deadeye, Dazzle, all these different skills that are we're, we're doing with these ships. Do you guys think that the ships that we've all declared power crept have a chance at coming back and being viable again with this new Commander rework? Uh, yes. I would think so. With specific ships in mind, and I'll, I'll I'll give an example. And somebody already mentioned it, the Roma. Um, I have the Roma. It, it's a it's a great ship. It, it was ported. Um, a lot of people didn't didn't like it, but with the new skills, the Roma suddenly has become very popular because of the typical. And this is pre uh, pre the you know, before the new Italian battleship line is getting ready to be released. And so I, I don't know if the gun characteristics have changed, but the Roma had very fast, or it has very fast, the shell velocity on the AP and the HE is 850 meters per second, which is a pretty flat trajectory in game. And so it had good dispersion. And with that dead eye, uh, that, that Roma I have seen, I, I've been taking it out of port a lot more that I have in the past because I'm not over penetrating. I'm not shooting and shells aren't flying wide in the superstructure now. And um, so, yeah, I, I will jump on right on board and say, yeah, there are definitely some ships uh, that I have sat in the port that I'm seeing a lot more in game now. And there's some I've seen, know. seen some that are come even more powerful with some of these, even like, you know, I know the Des Moines really hasn't been power crept and it's always been a, a good solid ship. But dang, I've been watching some of the videos and some of the guys with with the new builds on those, and holy crap! Pardon my French, that has turned into a beast. Yeah, with the fast firing. Yes. Yeah, they're, they're getting five, that plus five percent. Yeah, they're getting the the uh, the guns to reload in like just a little bit over three seconds now, reload time with some of the builds on right. the Des Moines. Right. Of, I, of course. I, I think you're giving up a lot. You're, you're giving up your concealment. You're giving up a lot of, uh, uh, positions, but, um, yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, I, it's gonna, it's breathed some new life. Did I say that right? Breathed breathed. It's breathed some, some new life into somebody's, um, original tech tree ship lines that, um, people seem to have, you know, ported for, I think that would be, um, it's had new life breathed into it. I think that's how you wanted to say it. You know what? I, I, I'm a little bit of a linguist yeah. kind of a guy. I would have said it has been, or it, there has been new breath into the game yeah. because of these ships or, or into these ships. Not a word. There you go. I think I'd have, I'm a, I think I'm I'd a have victim to, of the California public school system. That's my, <laughs> that's my caveat. I think I'd have to agree uh, 100% with Mando. 
but on the, the victim of the in- California public school system. Yeah. Wow. No, I mean, uh, I think uh, well, I, I think we... public school he was from. So hey, come on, come on, guys. We already lost France. Now so we're going to lose California. <laughs> let's let's not do that, huh? No big loss there if we lose California. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not a big loss at all. Oh wow! I, I think I think what he was saying about the ships is absolutely right. Um, but on the inverse side of that, there are ships that they'll never be able to bring back from being power crap because, and, and the two that stand out like almost immediately uh, are European ships. Um, when the Perth first came out, it was pretty awesome. And now it's garbage. When the Bliskawitza first came out, it was pretty awesome. And now it's garbage. And I don't know what they could do to help those two ships, but these skills, these new captain skills, um, did not affect their gameplay. They're still garbage. Yeah, I think in a lot of those cases, that's a fair assessment. What What else has been, do you think has been power crypt, Nimitz? Like, what I, I, I think uh, the Shima has always been a very solid ship. Um, when when she first came out, um, I don't know if there was a better DD in the game. Um, well, if there was only one other DD in the game, the gearing. <laughs> and uh, well, I mean, the gearing's been kind of me forever. Yeah. Um, the 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 Shima can still kind of hold her own, um, but. She's nothing special like she was. I mean, she was the fastest ship in the game. She had the hardest hitting torpedoes in the game. Um, yeah, she was her, the fastest ship in the game for for a long time. Her detectability was the best in the game. Um, and she's got none of that now. I mean, she's still a solid ship. I still play it. I still enjoy it. I still like it. But um, again, these skills did nothing to help her either. But I wouldn't necessarily call her call her power crap because she still plays well well i want to jump in there since you mentioned the shimikaze now we 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 all i think pretty much agree that it's been a pretty solid ship it's had some ups and downs and we're seeing a lot of them all the time they're out there all the time but i think in this new play style with the battleships hanging back the cruisers pushing a little bit and the dds all vying for the caps right away because you've got nothing you got to worry about except other dds that being said if i'm in a gearing or even a fletcher for that matter at tier nine and i get to the cap and i find a shimmy in there because somebody hits radar that shimmy is in a world of pain because I can delete him with my guns before he can do any damage really to me on my guns. So now those the, the shimmy and the Japanese line now is at a serious disadvantage in this new playstyle, in my opinion. I just thought I'd jump in and see what you guys thought. No, I mean, I, I agree with you. Um, when ships start coming out, especially like the Marceau, um, even the, the, what, the Z-44... Uh, no, what's the what's the tier ten German uh, tech tree? Fifty two. Z forty. Yeah, Z fifty two. The fifty. There you go. Nine. Um, when ships like that started coming out, um, uh, I mean, she was at a serious disadvantage already. And so, with this play style, I agree with you. Um, she's even at a more disadvantage. However. She is still a solid ship, and she's always been a solid ship. And you just, you're going to have to adjust your playstyle around this change. Um, and it's going to be harder for you than it was before, but it's doable. It's, it's a solid ship still to this day. I think we're going to see a huge, and I've already started seeing it, a huge shift. And when we talk about destroyers specifically, the gunboat, the era of the Kitakaze, uh, you know, Friesland gunboat, Cyber will be happy. I, I think has dawned and it's, it, the sun is down on those. I think the gunboat time has come and gone and we're shifting back more towards the torpedo boat line because that is what's going to give you the survivability. Now, going back with what Nimitz was saying, the minute you open up with your guns or get popped with a radar, you're getting focused down because you're the only ship up there in the cap. And so I, players, I know myself, I'm shifting back even with my captain respects towards torpedo lines. What torpedoes can I get out there at range 
you know, w- without getting spotted and getting focused down. So I, I think the day of the gun belt or gun belt gun gunboat California. Uh, I, I think the day of the gunboat is um, fastly drawing to a close for now. Um, I mean that totally makes sense, and again, I agree with you. But um, so we've been playing the clan brawls. And we said it earlier tonight, like multiple people, um, you th- we think our style of, of play and, and DD has gotten better. Uh, well, in Clan Brawls, I'm having to play an Oricon just to meet the needs of, of what we're trying to put together. And uh, I'm doing much better than that. I just got the Kitta uh, this week, I think like Monday. First game in it. <laughs> Um, I am a super unicum player. I'm never going to play it again, but I am a super <laughs> unicum. <laughs> no, the kid, was awesome. I mean, I, I did 115,000 and got a double strike, uh, got an arsonist and just racked it up. I, I don't know if gumboats are done. It's just how you play them is going to have to change. That's a guess. Yeah, I, I think you might be right about that. I, I've seen like a Kitakaze. We'll just pick up a Kitakaze. Kitakaze, um, when one goes into a cap and it opens up fire and then it sits in that smoke, the, the instant that it opens up fire, it is instantly focused and destroyed. That's what I've been seeing. Um, I know Partridge brought up in the Discord chat, he's been seeing a lot more cabas recently, which is true. Uh, I'm, and that goes back to cyber's question which is you know with the rework and and with the chain of the cabins we're starting to see like the cabins starting to come out of the port that was a port queen for a long time yep um well they did that little buff to the kaba even before the captain rework right i forget what they did to it to make they it removed better the, the full ap pens that's right and uh i've i've started seeing more and more of those since and um to your point and partridges, yes. Even after the captain rework, I've seen even more. In all fairness, I the gun. So what to survive the gunboat style? That is the run and gun. Your cabas, your marceaux, your clevers. Those and for the most part, I I want to say maybe your European lines because they don't have any smoke. You're used to running and gunning and those things. I think those are going to endure. But the but the sit and smoke, sit and cap, park your butt off an island, Kitakazes, the the Frieslands. I I think we're we're seeing a close on the on on those that play style. Um, Bucky said and. The chat that if uh, you go into gold rank, the most popular DDs are Daring, Smolan, uh, Harugamo, Shimakaze, Halan, Kleber, Marceau. Out of that list, I mean, I could be wrong, but I'm thinking only one, possibly two, if you count the Halan, are considered tort boats, right? Right. Um, and I and only say that about the Halan because the torps don't hit very hard. They do hit. Uh, and they fire very fast. They travel very fast, but they don't hit really hard like like a Shimmy's does. So, um, but like what Smolan, Harigamo, Clay Bear, Marceau, those are all gunboats. I think you're going to see the Daring quick quickly drop off that list. The Daring took a hard hit with the rework skills. Um, the rework skills is it's forcing players to either pick gunboat. Or torpedo, you, you, the daring excelled on more of a middle of the road play side play style. Is you, you could hybrid it, um, but now since you're being forced to either go guns or torpedoes because there's not enough points to spread around, uh, and, and that's the way that they design the skill tree. Um, I think you're going to start seeing the daring because the daring was more of a jack of all trades, master of none, and it wasn't really good at torpedoes or the best at guns i I think we're going to see the daring drop off that list that's my prediction well let's let's take the time then and and wrap that up and and move on to let's go to the weekly grind uh we wanted to talk this week about the united states navy uh the light cruisers all the way to the wooster Uh, i have played some of them but i know a handful of you guys really want to talk about them so somebody take it away and cue crickets. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, I know, right? Jump in at once. Yeah, I like how everybody's <laughs> so so nice to everybody. You know, um, back in the first episode, second episode, third episode, I'd say, "Hey, hey, how how you guys doing?" And bam, three of you guys start talking at once. Now everybody's so cordial and let. Oh no, go yeah. ahead, you speak first. I'll wait. It's fine. So that, <laughs> We've grown. That was that was, uh, that was back when we liked you, Cyber. Yeah, I, like, I know. <laughs> yeah, and as we as we found out last week, uh, I can be replaced fairly easily. When when I go away, Mando just picks up right where I left off and runs the whole dang show. Sock does all the recording. I don't even need to be here. But anyway, you've been, um, you've been who ported here? Port Queen, Cyber the Port Queen. <laughs> who here Ouch. has the, the Worcester? I I do, and I do. I, are we the only two? Yeah, I got up to the Cleveland, and that's it. Yeah, that's where I've gotten stuck as the Cleveland. Okay, so those of you who have not reached the tier ten, what are your impressions of the of the ship of the line as a, as a whole? Um, I mean, I used to like the Atlanta. Does that tell you anything? <laughs> if I want to like cruiser for the American, I take the Atlanta or the Flint. That's what I always did. I, I mean, I used to love the Cleveland back before she got swapped with the Pensacola. But since it's been moved up, I just haven't been able to play it like I used to. I mean, like I said, that's how long it's been that I've been sitting on the, the Cleveland has been since when they did the, the swap, if that tells you anything. I still think so, the Cleveland's a fantastic tier 8. I do too. So when I, I wait... Don't play it the right way, I'm, I'm sure. That's just, again, that's just me. It's my play, <laughs> my, my play style. I went down that line, whatever it was, like five or six years ago, um, and I played all of those cruisers like KJR plays DD. So uh, <laughs> it, it didn't work out very well for me. And uh, then I took a you know a year break, and then I came back and um, started playing them again, and actually started trying to play them right. And um, I mean, all the way up through. You could just disagree with me and say the Cleveland at tier eight, but I'll say all the way up through Helena at tier seven, um, they're very, very fragile. Um, but if you play them right, they're very, very rewarding. And then you get to the Cleveland, still a bit fragile. I don't think quite as much, but dude, that ship in the right hands, even at tier eight, is dangerous. And I have not mastered it yet. Um, I I like it. Um, I, I wish I could play it better, but I don't. Um, but I've seen a lot of people just wreck shop in it. And uh, yeah, uh, uh, beyond that, uh, the only thing I can say is um, I think overall from what I've seen and what people tell me, the Seattle sucks. And uh, I know when I play against the Worcester, I hate it. Um, but people say it's a good ship. Well, and for me, I, I haven't got very far up the line, and there was a reason I stopped and sold the ship and got out of the line is because one, they were they were okay, and, and a lot of the guys in the in the uh, chat room are saying at their tier, and I found that to be the case at their tier. But this is a game that you get constantly up tiered in, so. What's the point? You know, I mean, you go out there and you're torn apart like you're you're literally a paper ship. You're torn apart quickly. So especially when you get to the level of radar, you pop radar and oh, oh, everybody knows. Take that radar guy out and you're gone. Your focus fired. They ignore the DD. They rather have that radar guy gone. Well, um, I got a kind of hypothetical question. I mean, I think if you're in a tier eight and you get tiered up into tier tens, I mean, it's like that in every ship. But does anybody here have a favorite ship at tier eight? That you know, if if you were going to be tiered up and you had to pick one tier eight, what would it be? A Targo. I've said it before, and I'll say it again: A Targo. A Targo can compete in tier eight, yeah, very easily. Of um, the ships I have, I would go with Shapayev. And and I'm gonna go really crazy and say the Charles Martel. I, I like that a heck no, of a yeah, lot. Fair choice. Kite cruisers are always a solid choice for being up to. Yep, I can stick and move and burn them, 
and and just keep moving. Plus, the speed boost gets me out of there. But yep, back to the that, lot. my explosive doesn't care about armor, right? Whereas uh, uh, armor yeah, does care weird, about weird tier. choice. Weird choice for me probably be the the Vladdy or the linen. That's the ones I have the most fun with with those, which is weird because you know, like I said, I play DDs a lot more, but I enjoy the linen and the and the Vladdy. Yeah, I do love my Lennon. I did love the Vladdy, and I'm looking forward to ditching the Synop and getting into the Vladdy again here shortly in my uh, my research bureau points when, when I get around to jumping back into those. <laughs> yeah, man, the Synop. Well, I mean, going off topic there again, but Synop's got to be one of the best ships in the game. But anyway, but, uh, yeah, but Worcester itself... Worcester itself is kind of meh. It's not bad. It's not my go-to ship to play. I totally 100% agree with you. When the Wooster came out, the only other really rapid-fire ship at the time that I can remember was the Minotaur. And then the Wooster came out, and it's like, wow, I can do Minotaur stuff, but with high explosive. And so it was a really fun, gimmicky thing. But now, and I've said it again in past episodes, why play a Wooster when the Nevsky does it better? But that's just my opinion. However, going back to if you guys were going up the line, the Wooster is the culmination uh, of the Tier 10. I mean, the line itself is, is uh, I mean, because you go up the Tier 5, the Omaha, and that's when it splits to the Dallas and the Pensacola. Um, Dallas, Helena, Cleveland. Focus on the Cleveland. I remember playing the Cleveland when it was Tier 6. I had a lot of fun. They moved it to tier eight, and back to Nimitz's question: Cleveland would be a second ship that I would play. That I I can see a, a Cleveland yeah. does really good in tier eight. Cleveland if you can really master it, the whole line itself, the U.S. Navy light cruiser line is they are the quintessential island campers. They have the gun arcs and the rates of fire to really. That's where you learn how to I, island hop the whole line. That's from so what I understand. Point. Helena is basically overpowered. Although I've not played it because I had Cleveland as tier six, so I got boosted up to tier eight with it. The 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 drawback or the negative counterpoint to the Helena is the range. It's still only at like it's like the Boise, but without the Boise zombie heel. Still a good ship. I mean, you're rocking five turrets, three rifles, so you're rocking, you know, fifteen fifteen rifles going off every time, but the range is shorter. Like what we were saying, if you get into a same tier game, or holy crap, if you're up tiered, if you are the top tier in a Helena, yeah, you can do a lot. Yeah, that's going to be a high damage game for you. What, that, you that, wreck job. that original question was kind of reversed, though. It's like if you were going to be in a tier 8, but you had to be in a tier 10 game, which ship would you pick? Yeah, no, no, no. I, I totally get it. I'd still, I'd gotcha. still would pick the ones I picked. Yeah, yeah, yeah same. Yeah, I'm Cleveland's just saying, a good pick for that. Yeah, Cleveland also. Um, but the Helena, if you were, if you're lucky enough to be top tier in a Helena, and I stand corrected, the battery range with the upgrade on the Helena is 14.6 kilometers, which is still pretty is fine, decent range. I'm thinking more of the Boise, where the range was was a little bit. Yeah, short. Boise's like 13.1 or something. It's really short, and it also uh, Helena also shoots faster. It does. Helena to me is like the Mogami. With the 155s at tier seven, it's it's a it's a great ship. You just have to get used to the wonky turret conf configuration because that has the the A B C, but the C turret is facing backwards. Yeah, but and I don't want to bag on the Wooster. It's just Wooster to me. It's it's a good line if you want to go up. If, if I I would go up the line now if you didn't have any other i mean if you're bored with the game and just want to go up a ship line um most people stop at the cleveland because the cleveland is a great ship it was at tier six it's still a great ship at tier eight um but i don't know my, my take is again i mean the wooster if you want to go up it's it's not a bad ship it's still it's just kind of meh but there are other ship lines that do the same thing but better yeah However, with this this update has done one thing to Worcester. It has made its radar kind of unstoppable. 
Yeah, and that was the whole. I mean, I I guess if if, if it took away one gimmick, which was the rapid firing he guns and now we have all kinds of ships smolensk and the colbert that do the same thing now and the nevsky yeah um, but worcester didn't get the buff from from uh, aft so it didn't really change that much if anything no. worcester's been buffed from this you can get your radar to 53 seconds so yeah that was my suggestion is if you are going to go up the line and do the worcester concentrate on a consumables you're a you are a support ship with a wide, and that's one thing the Wooster does have going for us, is the wide range of consumables. I uh, I also think from what I've seen of the Wooster being played, um, it performs best when you have a solid team around you too. Yes, that is very true. Yeah, you're not going to hold a flank down in a Wooster. <laughs> you're not going to you're not going to tank a cap. <laughs> yeah, there are some cruisers that can whap you. Yeah, it, it's not like a Des Moines or a Petro or you know or a Moscow or a, you know one of those that you can cruise into a cap and dominate. You're not going to dominate a cap in a. Wooster. You can't even really kite with it. It's got to be islands or it's islands or death, really. Yeah, this the whole line is is the quintessential island island hopping line. That's where they work the best in. You if you're if you're in the US Navy light cruiser line and you're on ocean, which is if nobody knows is the map with no islands, you're you're hurting. Okay, kids, so the moral of the story is it's still better than a Neptune. <laughs> I don't know. I I think I I don't need to be, you know, mean to be uh, a negative, negative Putin over here, but, but um, I would take a Neptune over a Wooster. I don't know. That's just me. Oh, Mando, we're going to a training room. We're about to get it okay. on. All right. I mean, a, a more fair fight would be Neptune against Seattle because then they're the same tier. Right. And I would definitely rather take a Neptune over a Seattle. Yeah, unfortunately, that's my theory, uh, my hurdle theory. Every line does have a hurdle with a few exceptions, and the Seattle is the hurdle. Seattle, and I would say the Dallas, the, the Tier 6 Dallas. There's oh, a couple I of lines it. where the whole line is the hurdle. That's if, true. If you can free XP through the Dallas, I, I think that you'll enjoy the <laughs> line. <laughs> I will say that's that's where I hit the, hit the wall was the Dallas. And, you know... It, for some some way, I ended up with a permanent camo for it. I don't know, in one of those little things that you play through, and hey, I unlocked it. And I'll tell you what, it looks pretty as all get out sitting in port, but whenever I take it out on the water, I'm done quick. So I, I just can't take it. <laughs> Dallas is yeah, like not good. the little ship that could. Yeah, but it can't. <laughs> Yeah, the little ship that can't, the Dallas. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That's the damn problem, it can't. Hey, the Dallas was great in the hunt for October. Oh, wrong ship. Sorry. Yeah, wrong ship. Yeah, that was wrong ship. Go Dallas. Oh my goodness. No, um overall though, I actually enjoy the uh light cruiser line and even the Dallas. Y'all can call me crazy, but um You're crazy. crazy. I, <laughs> I'm so crazy. In stereo oh, the middle. Ohio up the middle. Speaking of Ohio, oh, uh, boy. about two weeks and I'll have it. Congrats. Because pretty much as soon, as soon as the Research Bureau resets, I'm resetting the Nevsky again, free XPing up the line as far as I can. I thought you um, said last week you couldn't stomach to do that again. You I can't. Say that. Uh, I can't, but um, I want the Ohio. So I'm... <laughs> Yeah, I'll, uh, you'll have to peel me off the keyboard after that one, but I hope Ohio will be worth it. It will be, especially with the new the new dead eye. Cough, cough. Yeah, right. All right, well, let's wind it up and head to our parting shots. Uh, let's start with you, KJ. Uh, not much this week. Um, just hope everybody's staying safe. Uh, condolences to you, Cyber, and on, on your family member, four-legged family member. Um, but other than that, everybody stay safe. Uh, just uh, bear with me when I try to... I'm not, again, I'm not mad at anybody in general. Just 
upset with my own gameplay because I haven't figured out with these new captain skills yet. So forgive me. All right, Mando. Um, yeah, I got my names for the week. Um, but before I get into that, uh, don't forget, I know we mentioned it before, if you don't have a Twitch Prime, um, and this is a shout out to the guys, all of our, we, several clan members uh, stream on Twitch like Sock and Nightmare. If you don't have Twitch Prime, sign up, get your Twitch Prime. If you know if that's your thing, it's well worth it. They do give free drops. And so the, the um, what do you call it? The Twitch Prime reward is a pre-release of the Italian battleships and i know we'll talk about that in future episode but you can pick up the tier four um italian battleship pre 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 pre-release and and take it out i know that's a line that i've expressed been drooling over um research bureau the resets coming up here in a couple weeks for the double points so don't forget your research bureau and i am typing because i gotta type these i got my names for the week So just bear with me for a, a second. Um, my my third place name, and again, if if I set your name out, uh, contact me in game, and I get you a free weekend pass, which is about two days of premium and five hundred doubloons. And so, Macho Man, yeah, Macho Man, yeah, that that was. Uh, I went up against the Macho Man. Those of you who are old wrestling fans. Um, you, you noticed it was yeah. only the old people that laughed, right? <laughs> yeah, it was us old guys. Was he dead with Elizabeth? Yep. Or, or somebody and named Slim Jim. People, I believe you mean all of you except me. Yep. Oh, put a sock in it, sock. <laughs> yeah, right. right. <laughs> so Macho Man, yeah, the second place was Leet Hacks, FTW, Leet Hacks for the win. Um because and he was he was on the winning team elite hacks for the win and my number one this is an old joke going back to the old days where people used to write little things with commas and make pictures out of commas and semicolons um it used to be the joke going around about the raffle copter with you know rolling for that the raffle copter um and wow, so okay boomer yeah, yeah. and so my my name <laughs> top name for the week is raffle copter down send aid <laughs> <laughs> I got a big kick out of that, and I'll put them up in the chat. Wow. <laughs> there they are. Those are the names. Uh, if if uh, if you know somebody and have them contact me, send me a messaging game. Contact me on our Discord, or if you put a shout out in one of our streamers, Nightmare or Sock, and get on one of their streams and say, "Hey, Mando mentioned my name," I will hook you up with a weekend pass and five hundred doubloons. So get out there, watch our streams. Uh, get on the Discord, and I will see you in game. That's my parting shots. Thanks, guys. Uh, real quick, Mando, when, for that game that he was playing in with you, did you actually play the game, or you just sit there and laugh the entire time when you saw that name? Oh, which one? Rafflecopter. <laughs> yeah, Rafflecopter down send aid, and uh, he was oddly enough one of the ones was like, "I need help! I need help!" He was spamming that the you know, <laughs> I, I need assistance. Oh God. Uh, yeah, it was pretty funny. I I had a kick. I I should have saved the replay on that one. All right, sock. What do you got? I don't know. Not much, really. Just try not to let the rework get you down. I mean, it's still the first iteration of of everything. So i I have a feeling some things are going to change. I personally haven't been having too many issues with any of the things going on, but there have been some things that have been frustrating, so just don't try not to get too frustrated. Try give it a chance. I guess that's all I really got to say. I mean, nothing really interesting going on with me. Okay, Nimitz. Um, gonna add a little bit to what Sock just said, uh, but I'm actually gonna take a broadside. Um, it is the first iteration. Uh, War Gaming has told us that. You know, changes will be made. This is not the final version of the Captain Rework, but uh, Wargaming, get off your pedestal. Get down here in the trenches with the blue collars and uh, listen to what we have to say. Um, it might make the game a little better. Quite possible, indeed. Um, I wanted to thank all our guys that, that join us in the chat room tonight. Bucky, uh, Cam showed up. Partridge, Ramrod, all you guys, it's it's awesome to have this and have the interactions with you guys and during the show. Um, 
to uh, to explain to the listeners, you know, uh, uh, KJ brought it up that you know we lost a, a member of the family. He was a uh, a pug that that was part of the family and my daughter's best friend for like ten plus years, and uh, just dropped dead of a heart attack the other night. So that was fun. Had to come home from work early, and we found a vet that was open late night that uh, only is open from. 5 p.m. till 8 o'clock in the morning, and they're the only one open, so we could drop them off and have them cremated and all that, and we had to pick that up tonight. But with death comes life, and with that, we're all driving about three hours one way tomorrow to look at two new puppies, and hopefully, I already told the wife, I said, hopefully we come back with one, but I've got a feeling since it's the last mm-hmm. two... They ain't going to want to split them up, and somehow I'm going to have two of them running around. So I will I will let you all know on next episode what we ended up doing. There might be a lot of barking behind me Are, in the uh, next episode, but we'll see. <laughs> Are you going to succumb to the dad, please? Uh, probably. I don't know. It, they're spendy. They're, they're a lot of money, so we'll see. And I look at it like this. That's an awful lot of guns I could have in the safe instead, you know? Well, it's like you're standing there in the delivery room waiting to have the birth of your first child, and the doctor turns to you and goes, it's twins. <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh, that's what you're going to get, Cyber. That's what you're going to get. Well, I'm just glad they came out looking like me and not the milkman. So, you know, <laughs> I would have been fine if there was two of them and they were both looking like me. I'm all right. I'll two thumbs up. <laughs> Cyber will be that, that that meme that goes around of the dad who didn't want the animal, and all you do is see pictures of dad with the animal laying on them. So that's what, <laughs> that's what we'll see from yeah. Cyber. You right. very well, very well could. I'll have to share it in the Discord when uh, when we pick up one or both. I don't know, but with that. Uh, Goodbye, everybody. We've enjoyed you this week. We'll be back again next week. It's been wonderful doing a show again, and stay safe. Take it easy. Don't get so bent out of shape. Things change in the game all the time, and it's going to be fine. Just take a deep breath. Little goose faba. If you're over 21, tip an adult beverage. Loosen up a little bit and get back in there. Don't go raging on anybody. Have a, yes. have a good one, everybody. Thanks for listening. Take care. Bye-bye. Music used in this podcast was provided by Joseph McDade. Find him at josephmcdade.com.